Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. And welcome to Wicked Anime Podcast. How is everybody doing today? I uh, am uh, apparently one of the guests of the show, uh, Mr. King Baby Duck from the Boston Bastard Brigade. Because uh, apparently none of the other guys here wanted to introduce the show for some odd apparent reason. Too tired. You're going from like British to Australian to, to Russian. Boston. <laughs> you, this is like We're all over the place introduction with world today. tour. It is an introduction world tour. But the only stop we're making today is Japan. Oh, uh-huh. and now it's come full circle. I am the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan, and with me is a hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. And then we also have our MC, Dylan, who is not our MC today because he didn't introduce do. nobody. No. What? What is... I don't even know what MC stands for. Uh, master of Ceremonies. Master Cracker. <laughs> That's what Glitch would call me. And then he would hate you for it. <laughs> Hey guys, um, we're all really tired on this episode because we came back from a concert last night, but it wasn't just a concert, it was a festival. So we were there all day in the hot sun. We're pretty, uh, we, we, drove, were, we drove two and a half hours. To two and a, yeah, two and a half hours each way. Uh, and we went to go see Five Iron Frenzy. Yeah, Five Iron Frenzy, our favorite band. And guess what? They followed us on Twitter Woo! yesterday. So that's Yay! cool. Go say hi to Five Iron Frenzy on our Twitter. For some reason. I don't know why you would do that. but I don't think you know how Twitter works. Dude, nobody knows how Twitter works. They just, like, hashtag crap and, like, say, at this person. <laughs> hey, actually, that's a pretty firm understanding of how Twitter works. I wonder if this person is taken. What? What do you mean this person? As a, as a Twitter name. <laughs> the, this person? Yeah. <laughs> we'll find, well, let's find out who this person is. I think Twitter it's time to read the news, bill. Wait, I'm 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 interested in finding out who this person. Is. Okay, we'll wait on the news. Is bill. Dylan is is Dylan typing it in? Yeah, I, I did type it in. I don't, but results for this person, something, some photos. It's, He's it's a working. web assistant at some college and has a cactus named Mr. Prickly, <laughs> and he's from the UK. That sounds like and a appara- very UK thing to have to do. And apparently, his last tweet was, "Get me off this train now." So there you go, guys. Tweet at this person. <laughs> wow. And tell them that it's because of Wicked Anime. Yeah. 
We we're gonna make him so famous with our t- twenty six followers. One of them I don't, is five. I don't Iron think so Frenzy. because I don't really think anyone's gonna listen this far in. I don't think so either. I I would have already <laughs> shut off the podcast, but they'll take the time to comment anyway. <laughs> um, so anyway, guys, uh, here's the news bell news. Cool. All right. So uh, first up in the media news that we have something simple uh, but pretty cool. Hey. There are JoJo's Bizarre Adventure hoodies coming out. They're like those, um, those like full body hoodies, the ones that you can zip up all the way, and they're of like the stands, which is cool. They're coming out with a uh, star platinum, uh, a hierophant green, and a silver chariot. You're welcome. Yeah, uh, Evan <laughs> sent that to me, but actually, so did Keto. Uh, our fan Keto sent that to us as well. Uh, so we got we got that bombarded with that because everybody knows that Wicked Anime likes JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Surprise! And if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> I know I guess half the battle. GI Joe. That is the most pathetic GI Joe call I've ever heard. GI Joe. <laughs> Whatever. It's it's on it's on their off day. Okay, guys. Another cool thing that uh, that popped up, which you guys probably have heard of by now, but you're hearing for the first time in two weeks late on Wicked Anime <laughs> Podcast, was the um, Ghost in the Shell Arise English voice cast for OVAs one and two were announced. Do they have the original cast? They do not. But Mary, but but Mary Elizabeth McGlynn is a different character. That's really strange. So, Weird. Yeah, so um, they have they have Elizabeth Maxwell playing Makoto Kutsunagi, um, and Mary Elizabeth McGlynn playing Kurutsu. Christ- Christopher Sabat is playing Bondo, and Richard Epcar is not in the voice cast at all. Bato? They said Bondo? He, I, thought it, I thought it was Bato, too. It is Bato. Yeah, Bondo? It, no, it's Bato. Bondo's from Elf and Lead. I'm sorry. Bondo sounds like a... Like a something you use to stick something together. It is. It's actually a cosplay piece. Just so you know, it's like heated plastic that but, you can mold. But Bondo is a character. He's <laughs> a hot, hot glue gun. Bless you. All right. Um, this is great. This is great. <laughs> but, but how 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 can it be Bato if it's not Richard Epcar? He's always been Bato. Yeah, well, I but I think I think the point is that they're all supposed to be younger characters. I I don't know how much younger, but I know I know Kutsunagi is pretty young. This is like when she first became a robot, or is it, or is it before she became a robot, or, or not a robot, a cyborg? You know, I gotta be honest, I know absolutely nothing about her eyes. It's well, and even if I did at one point, it's been so long since we have reported on anything Ghost in the Shell Arise that I have completely forgotten everything. So uh, anyway, uh, there are synopsises here on this story, but I'm not gonna read them just because we're just talking about the uh, the voice actors. Other voices include Eric Vale. Uh, Alex Organ, Bill Jenkins, David Walds, Jad Saxon, Brian Mathis, and Chris Rager, which, believe it or not, I'm not really familiar with those voices. No. The only oh, one... except for Eric Vale. <laughs> yeah, the only one that I was familiar with was Eric Vale, and he hasn't done anything in a while, at least not that I'm aware of, because he's usually behind the mic, uh, behind the... Camera? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the camera. So to speak. <laughs> he's on the soundboard. He's uh, behind the uh, the paper, the drawing? He's behind it all. So that's uh, so that's some pretty cool news that uh, we are actually getting a rise because I actually believe it or not refrain from downloading a rise. I didn't really want to get into the illegal downloading of of that one for some reason. Uh, I mean, I don't illegal download anyway. I have Crunchyroll, so if it's not on Crunchyroll, I usually don't end up watching it because uh, Funimation. I'm sorry, Funimation, but your video player is crap. <laughs> I can't watch anything on on Funimation. 
That's why I watch all their stuff on Hulu Plus. That is true. And if you guys want, by the way, if you guys uh, want your Sailor Moon, that's actually free. On, I was actually going to include this as a news story, but we might as well watch it. Uh, all of Sailor Moon, the re-releases are being shown free on Hulu Plus now, or Hulu. Uh, I don't oh, even know now. if you need Plus. No, you don't need Plus. Yeah, so so you can watch the redubs of uh, Sailor Moon. That is sweet. Yeah, it is the redubs, right? Uh, no, so far it's just the subtitled versions, the original versions. But then I think they're going to add the uh, the dub versions later on. So this uh, news story uh, kind of pops up in the in the middle of like a media news, but more of a strange news. So I'm not really sure where to kind of put it because it's kind of it's just kind of odd. Um, but South Korea built a cheering section, three rows cheering section of robots for a baseball game that cheer at a baseball game. So, uh, that's kind of weird. You have a cheering section of robots cheering for your baseball team. But here's the weird thing. Forever alone baseball team. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the weird thing, though. Each robot has a TV face, which means that people watching the baseball game from home uh, and cheering on from home can go online, scan their face in, and have their faces projected on the robots, and whatever they're cheering can be held up in the hands of... Of these robots in the cheering section on an LCD screen. on an LCD screen that will uh, that'll portray what they're cheering. That's kind of awesome, though. Yeah, I, that's why. That's why, like, yeah, robot which, cheering section. That's kind of a sad thing to cheer for a baseball team. But that's that's kind of what the strange news is. But the actual media news portion of it is that these are actual fans making these robots work. Yeah, and you can actually make them like you can make all the robots do the wave. Yeah, they're also do the <laughs> do the wave. Um, but I think that's kind of cool. I mean, well, I would think it would be funny if, like, you could actually, if, if, if you're projecting from, like, your face from the robot and you got a camera, like, seeing what the robot can see. So, like, you're actually sitting in the seat and, I, like, that's all you can see from your computer. Until somebody, until... That would, be, that would be great for, like, the What if you had really rich. crappy seats? Yeah. Well, like the robot nosebleeds. Well, and then and then, yeah, there's like one robot up in the yeah. He's behind like a pillar holding the stadium up. <laughs> yeah, you got a pillar. It's, it's an obstructed view. Well, and no, then, uh, it's like that episode of Rocco's Modern Life where they have the two seats, but they're all the way on the top of the scoreboard. Yeah, <laughs> and the, and the, and, but the only problem with if if you could see the view from the robot is when they hold up the the signs to like cheer, it blocks the other. Robot. So uh, just be sure you get a front row robot. Yeah, front row robots. Front robot. <laughs> this is South Korea, right? This is South Korea. <laughs> yeah. North Korea cheering section is different. <laughs> like, could you imagine like a North Korean cheering section? Yay, Kim Jong Un! <laughs> Go, Kim Jong Un! Uh, and they all just look like Kim Jong Un. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's what the perfect person looks like, Evan. So obviously. They're all fat robots. Like. <laughs> we're, we're gonna Please. we're gonna start World War Three on this podcast Actually, no, right now. That's that's right. They're all made of like muscle, like deep muscle. <laughs> like oh no, zero percent body fat looks just like Kim Jong Un. Deep muscle. <laughs> deep muscle. <laughs> like deep muscle. Like even their like bone muscles are like oh ripped. Bone muscles. Bone, deep bone muscles. Bone muscles. <laughs> That's how uh, that's how human anatomy works, right? Bone mm-hmm. muscles. Yeah. It's it's well if it's deep. <laughs> Drink your milk, folks. <laughs> Make your bone muscles strong. <laughs> get uh, that deep bone muscle. Get deep deep, deep bone, bone muscle. muscle. 
This is <laughs> all up in that low. barrow. I think I found a title for our hentai episode. <laughs> Getting deep, deep, bone. deep bone deep, muscle. Deep bone muscle. Um, so what were the uh, what were the other news stories that you found, Jonathan? I forget. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, I I got a couple of news stories that were from earlier this week. Uh, one of which being that there was an announcement that a new Digimon series is going to be starting up. Yep. And it's actually going to be a continuation of the old series where all the characters are now in high school, which is awesome. <laughs> Took them long enough. Yeah, yeah I know. I, well, I, you know, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I have to say about that. All right, Dylan? I, I would have thought they would at least have a GED by now. <laughs> no, they, they spent too much time playing with their, their Digimon and saving the Dig- world. Yeah, Digimoning they, and saving the world. Yeah, that they, um, they didn't have time for no school. <laughs> they're, actually, they're actually 20 years old, but still in high school because they were Digimoning. Right. Yeah. Then also there's going to be Blu-ray box uh, releases of the original series as well. And then, of course, one of the more important stories that's probably going to lead into a a discussion later on today is the uh, kind of announcement-scare that we got from Studio Ghibli earlier this week. If you remember, Facebook exploded with this news story that they said that Studio Ghibli was shutting down. Now, guys... If you guys, if you if you haven't thought about it a little bit, this really, really, really deteriorate, deteriorates the uh, authenticity of online journalism because that just means some one news story posted this and then another news story stole that news story and did not do their own research. This includes Kotaku because Kotaku was one of the people who posted this first and then they reposted uh, a thing later saying, "Oh wait, no, they're not." I mean, in the age of internet. Uh, journalism. Uh, it's really, really scary to think that people are just taking, like, seeing somebody else post a news story, and then a more famous one takes that story and posts it, and then it, and then the internet explodes. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because because I mean, like, heck, we even did it too, but we we just kind of. But we just share. We yeah. just share. We just share the news. We're, we don't. We you don't just that. share misinformation, yeah. so you're not accountable. No. Well, it's we but share it, the news, news and but make sure we don't say, "Oh, we have an exclusive." When yeah, it's not really an exclusive, right? We because we're not because we're not a news network. Yeah, we just share what we find, and that's just it. Uh, if I don't know, I've always had a problem with internet journalism because people think that just because they're on the internet, they can be journalists and be unprofessional. Like, because you're seeing like journal journal entries popping up everywhere where they use curse words and improper grammar and all these kinds of things that make you just sound so stupid while talking about the news yet people are eating it up and it's dumb i hate internet uh, journalism but it's so popular now and uh and and stuff like this happens where uh misinformation just explodes yeah so back on to the topic of the the story which um when the producer uh announced that studio ghibli was shutting down there was a misinterpretation of, um, or mistranslation, I guess you could say, um, saying that they were just, quote-unquote, taking a break. Now, even though they said that they were just taking a break, they're still completely dismantling their entire animation studio, which is still really concerning, because what they have is a good thing. But, I mean, what are they going to do? Do they just want to stop paying their employees for a while, or or what? I don't know, because <laughs> what they're doing is they're just going to be maintaining their assets and, and their licensing for now, and 
the producer himself is just going to solely keep track of all of their all of their assets. It was kind of what like was the, what was the last movie they made? Uh, when Rise? Uh, no, um, when Marnie was there. When when Marnie when was Mar- there. What? Who's Marty? Marnie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one they just released. Yeah, I know. Uh, they they had like just released one. Like, and then there's also the TV series that Goro Miyazaki is doing too that they're helping out with. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, oh, I guess there is another point. Um, it kind of can be a news story on its own, but uh, kind of also in the way that it's going to bring it back that Miyazaki wants to work on an anime. Who knows if he'll want to do that in in Ghibli? I assume he would want to use Studio Ghibli to do it. But, um, you know, we all know he's retired from filmmaking. That doesn't necessarily mean he's retired from everything else, as we thought. Right. I mean, people assume that he was going to try to retire from everything, but he's been saying that for years. Um, but he wants to say he wants to do an anime TV show. Uh, well, I know that he's might be planning another short film for the Ghibli Museum, but if he were to do a TV show, I think... Because I know that he's been wanting to revisit Nausicaa and expand his expand the manga that he wrote into the full story, so he could probably do that. I would yeah. love to see Nausicaa return. Yeah, it was one of my favorites. Just to um, extinguish this this whole story is is that Studio Ghibli is not officially shutting down. Yeah, it's not shutting down. Although, They're taking a break. Yeah, although I, I am high, deeply concerned about when they say that they are dismantling their animation studio. <laughs> Granted, I mean, like, animators always come and go. And if you, it's it's like what you being hired at Disney, if if you can animate really well, you're going to be hired there. But I mean, like, are they going to bring back their original people once they decide they're not dismantled anymore, or, or what? I don't know. Maybe I can get a job there. Yeah, maybe you can go to Japan and work for Studio Ghibli. I mean, I can I can 3D animate better than half of Japan. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. The, the gauntlet has been thrown. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know it's true. You've seen those CG messes that they make. Anyway. They're CG messes. <laughs> <laughs> so look what you did. <laughs> so um, we're gonna revisit uh, Studio Ghibli in a little while, but that is it for media news, I believe. I think what so. If the, yeah. What if that news story changes before two weeks go by? Yeah, then. Um, <laughs> then, then we're out of luck. Yeah, I, I mean, like, well, I mean, if if, if you think about it. Um, it's kind of like when uh, this is a weird example because I know they're an older band. Oh, here like we when go. S- when, Sist- when System of a Down said that they were going on hiatus, <laughs> and then they never came back. Like, what if that's what Studio Ghibli's doing? Is yeah. they're going on hiatus, they're dismantling the studio, and they just never come back? Because uh, that that could be a possibility. It well, could. Uh, somewhat. I mean, St- System of a Down are still torn together and everything. So when <laughs> in their basements? Come on. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to some strange news. Yeah, because we don't have any gaming news this week, uh, other than I finally beat Monster Hunter 3U, which... Woo! woo Monster Hunter! And, uh... <laughs> and I got back into Pokemon. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah! Jonathan got back into Pokemon. Which Pokemon? Why? Uh, why? Because he, he, didn't, he didn't have time to beat it, so now he's gonna... I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get back He's gonna to attempt to... But now I gotta game. edit this mess... So, I'm back off of Pokemon again. <laughs> um, He's so on anyway, hiatus. Yeah. So, anyway, the strange news that we found is uh, some of it's pretty good. So, apparently, uh, Japan likes to put collagen in their food because it's, good, uh, it's supposedly good for your skin. Um, now, there is, at this time, there's no real scientific backing for that. They just kind of believe it. Uh, so a lot of food that they have just has collagen mixed into it. 
which is cool, because uh, apparently it's not harmful. Uh, so as long as it's not harmful, like, you know, us, like, shoving MSGs and all these sodiums and sugars into our food, then that's fine. But there's a restaurant. Uh, let me find the name of the restaurant. Afro Cafe. Yeah, Afro Cafe. <laughs> Oh, oh, Taco Bell? <laughs> oh, it doesn't say. Um, it just says uh, uh, Tokyo ya- uh, Yakitori Restaurant. So there's a Tokyo Yakitori Restaurant that's making... Uh, now, okay, Yakitori is a dish that's sor- served hot on a skewer. Um, that's not good for hot summer days. So what they did was they took Yakitori and made yakitori sickles surrounded by a chilled gelatin collagen. So these are like collagen popsicles with yakitori in the middle of them. What's yakitori? Yakitori is like um, chicken balls, like chicken meatballs, uh, sometimes pork cheeks, Mm -hmm. uh, really juicy and moist. Uh, That's that's the basics of what they are. So you freeze it. You, You don't freeze it, you chill it. It's a gelatin. So like, so jello, like think jello, but collagen. So, wait, but what's the flavor of collagen? I don't know. <laughs> I kind of don't want to like really find out. No, I don't. No. Collagen is the stuff you inject in your lips to make yeah, to make your that, lips look disgusting, right? Yeah. So like people who want to like destroy their bodies and faces and like inject stuff into their bodies. It's apparently it's very, very abundant in animals. It's the main structural protein of various connective tissues in animals and makes up twenty-five to thirty-five percent of the whole body protein content. But what does it taste like, Dylan? I don't know. I'll, I don't, I'll I don't see if Wikipedia has anything to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so while you're looking that up, yes, um, the, imagine um, a tall popsicle cube of gelatin uh, meat protein, and in the middle, a meaty center. That that but, sounds disgusting. Yeah, that sounds pretty unappetizing. Like uh, I mean, but yeah, like uh, there's there's things that you can eat frozen. Like I mean, we sell frozen foods here. Like like pre-cooked frozen foods like you there's nothing wrong with going to like a freezer section of of a supermarket taking out like one of those frozen chicken nuggets and eating it it won't kill you but it's really disgusting so and and and, like it's the same thing with this except they're actually selling it like marketing it to eat it frozen and that just doesn't sound appetizing in the least let alone surrounding it with Stuff that we use for cosmetics here in in America. <laughs> Can you imagine taking <laughs> taking a bite out of like, I don't know, I, I don't even know how I can't even imagine what it would taste like. Pro- probably <laughs> just n- not good. Like, I, I'm just gonna leave it at not good. If we ever end up doing that documentary, going to Japan, we gotta eat we food. have to like eat one. Yeah, we have to eat, yeah. eat collagen. Fine, like, hey, where can we where can we get some collagen? <laughs> no, like one of these. Like, get one y- of yaki these. Yeah, get the waki. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> Listen to where the the name comes from. The Greek Greek word "kala" meaning glue, and "gin" meaning producing. <laughs> producing glue, glue producing. Uh, okay. Oh, so maybe it's like Bondo. Find the story. And so it's like Bondo. So it's, Bondo. it's like Bondo. Yeah. And uh, what's college, who's collagen voice actor? <laughs> Chris Sabat. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> No, okay. Chris Zabato. S- send them this new story to show them what it looks like. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, let's get yeah. Let's find our reactions to whether we would eat or not. <laughs> All right. Well, we put it in our mouth. What the hell? <laughs> it looks like the stuff that the mosquito was frozen in <laughs> yeah. in uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> 
I hope Bill Cosby does some ads for these. <laughs> How many licks does I'm it take to get to the center of your yakitori pop? <laughs> and finally, moving on to the last bit of strange news that we so, found. That's the longest conversation I've ever had about collagen. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Is it so, a community collagen? <laughs> <laughs> so another thing uh, that's going on in... Uh, in strange news is this um, this coming August. Uh, so actually, by the time this podcast comes out, um, it's possible that it might have already happened. No, no, no it, it, this is this event is happening on August twenty third. Okay, um, in Japan, uh, in uh, in Ginza, which if you know, this is that's one of the upscale uh, areas of Japan uh, altogether. Okay, uh, not just Tokyo. They are having a Okay, let me make sure... I am on the edge of my seat, Andrew. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't really been listening, but go ahead. A love doll exhibition. So, uh, and and we're not talking about, like, inflatable things. We're talking about... um, Like those real-life-looking... Yeah, the the customized silicone-based love dolls that look like real people. Oh, I saw a documentary about that starred Ryan Gosling. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Larger than the real girl. Yeah, Evan got oh, it. Oh, several people at home got it. Uh, I didn't know Ryan Gosling was in that. Yeah, is he the love doll? Yeah, no, he's the guy in love with the love doll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. He's in love with the love doll. No, he's love extremely depressed in that movie. Yeah, I, I know. I actually wanted to see that movie. So they're having an exhibition on these Jap- on people's kind of like a car show. Uh, think about it as a car show, but it's people's like you don't want to touch any of the cars. Were the booth babes yeah. cars? You don't want to <laughs> go inside of these special things. So, um, anyway, uh, these love dolls are the most famous probably in the world. Because uh, they're hyper-realistic. They use silicone base so that they feel like real skin. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, it's it's just creepy. They look like real people, but you can go onto their website. You can, you if can you cu- dare, you can customize them from head to toe, including their innards. <sighs> what can you like order a specific person's parts? Yeah, um, you can. Well, not not persons, but like. <laughs> I mean, maybe persons. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can be like. I want it to feel like. I want to feel like Scarlett Johansson down there. Oh, boy. Okay, <laughs> this part of the conversation's over. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I'm not. Um, no, go anyway, ahead. Uh, you can so edit anyway. it out. <laughs> wink. <laughs> <laughs> that wink was to me, Andrew. Don't pay attention to that. Yep. Actually, so that's about it. Um, <laughs> there's not really much more you can go on yeah. with that. You no longer you... want to talk about it. So, uh, <laughs> so if you're in Japan, again, grab yourself a chilled yakitori collagen pop, and you, if and then so, and then move on to silicone. Yeah, and then go into silicone. Uh, and if you're if you're over 18, go check out the Love Dolls because it's an 18 plus event. Surprise! And then stop by a hospital in China for the uh, the self thing from the one episode. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but if nobody's heard what that if nobody ep- heard that episode, they have they are just completely confused. That we're talking <laughs> no, about. No, he's talking together. about the, he's talking about the sperm collectors in China, and then and then stop and then stop in uh, South Korea and be a and be a South Korean robot to cheer on a, a team, a baseball team. <laughs> Sounds like a now full day. Now if you can combine all three together, then we would have deep bone muscles. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, this is weird. That is as strange as it gets. That is, we almost forgot to say that. <laughs> well, it's because it, it hadn't gotten that strange yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's time to move on to what we're watching. Uh, I haven't been watching much uh, other than the new shows that have already come out this season, and it's really good. I'm still really enjoying things like Akame Got Kill, uh, Rail Wars, which is the surprising boob anime of the season, but it's also still really good. Um, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'm still watching Barakamon, Barakamon which it continues to be my favorite of the season. Everybody watch Barakamon. And uh, I checked out Tokyo ESP. It was cool. It was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, but I only watched the first episode, so uh, and I have the next couple episodes to watch. I'm still trying to catch up on Tokyo Ghoul. I just haven't had time. Everything you guys have heard before. Uh, nothing new. What about you guys? Have you guys been watching anything? I actually still sort art online. I've only, but I've only gotten to like episode four because Crunchyroll's player stopped working for me. Then I have to figure that out. That's a drag. Uh-huh. But so yeah, it's, any, it's one of those weird plug-in things. But anything um, uh, developed with uh, with Sword Art Online? I'm really interested to find out anything what's going new? on with it. Um, yeah. No, I mean he's in the the gun game now. Um, the 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 weirdest thing so far, which isn't I don't know, it isn't as weird as I thought it would be, is his character or his avatar in the game is a female this time. And I huh. thought that, like, it would lead to, like, a weird situation down the line where he didn't tell anyone he was an actual guy, but, like, he does immediately. So I was like, oh, there goes that weird tension. So yeah. I don't know are what's... There, are, do they do that for to make it, like, weird Yuri moments? No, that that's the thing. I thought they were going to go that route, but they didn't because he immediately was like, oh, yeah, I'm a dude. <laughs> yeah, but even still, it doesn't mean that, like, the person that he meets in the game, though, can't be, like, crushing on him. I suppose... But I don't know. It, it seems like the, that girl may have another love interest. I don't know. I'm still only, what, yeah. four well, cause, episodes in. Because that's, that's what I'm thinking is, like, it, now that she knows he's a guy, like, it doesn't matter to her, like, what the Avatar looks like as long as he's a guy. Then they, I don't know, cause then I, they can just make weird Yuri fan service moments. Yeah, because uh, Asuna is still in the game, right? She's Yeah, she's still, like, in the show, but she's not in the Gun Gale game. I don't know if yeah. she's going to enter it or what. Right. But, um, she probably will. It's going to be like this big explosion thing. And it's like, oh, snap, there comes Asuna. And she's got <laughs> guns and she's shooting Asuna things. to rescue. It would be interesting if she had to save Kirito this time around. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. they'll make weird Yuri moments. <laughs> well, because now Kirito can be tentacle raped instead of Asuna. You heard, That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> His deep bone muscles. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I watched that. Uh, I still need to catch up on the latest two episodes or by the time this comes out it'll probably be like three or four um but i also tried finishing um or in the progress of finishing full full metal alchemist geez yeah that one brotherhood i uh, on netflix i never finished that so nice it's really good it is really good i love full metal i did notice which is a little weird and disappointing is they don't have the final season on netflix they have all of them yeah uh i I had to. Um, I, I watched it all on Netflix, and then I had to borrow the last season from Jonathan. All right. So first of all, because of your recommendation, I started watching Barakamon, and it is funny. Yeah, I love <laughs> Barakamon. It's Dude, so just, human. Yeah, just the introduction too of the character Naru, and just just him just keep throwing him throwing her out over and over again. <laughs> it it kind of had that whole Fresh Prince of Bel Air vibe, where they would throw out DJ Jazzy Jeff. Well, it just kept getting funnier every time. Well, it's <laughs> funny how he, he was throwing out the um, the the mayor too. Yeah, the mayor or 
whatever he is to the town, but he, he kept showing up in the house, too. But, like, everybody was using his house as, like, a clubhouse, and everybody always comes by. Yeah. It's just so charming. Like, the characters are so good. Um, how far did you get? I, I just watched the most recent episode where he uh, has to paint the name on the boat. Okay, yeah, there's another episode after that. Okay, uh, um, it hasn't come up on Hulu yet. Right, I think Hulu right. is a week behind. But Hulu, last, I, I, uh, the episode that, w- that was out last week was fantastic. Like, it was, it's funny because it, um, it was a quote-unquote beach episode. But it's not because it's not your typical anime. It's a slice of life human. Like it's everything feels so real in this show. So when they that, go to the beach, it's literally about going. Yeah, to Yeah, the they're literally take. I mean, because they're because that's. I mean, they're they're a short like a, an island town. Yeah. So like they go to the beach for fun. Like it's an actual beach, not like a beach episode. All right. So as some of the listeners of Wicked Anime, who's also been listening to No Borders or Race, know, I've. Um, I recently went and saw a play called Asher Boy in the God of Comics. Mm. And hopefully some of you New Englanders out there have gone and seen this play because it's incredible and one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. And it's practically a new style of theater that no one's ever attempted before in the history of theater. How so? It's hard to explain because it's like they do they do live drawing on stage. They the, the how how the lighting's done. They, they do some special effects and so and such. It, it's so it's really weird. Even when I was trying when I was doing a review of it on my show, I wasn't I wasn't able to tell people the full experience because it's so hard to describe because there's nothing out there I can compare it to. Interesting. Like you can like you could go see like a musical like Monty Python spam. I was like, oh yes, it's parodying this, this, and this. Or you could say, oh, I just saw like Avenue Q. Oh, so it's like Sesame Street, but with you know puppets doing adult songs and stuff. But then when you go see Astro Boy and the God of Comics, you're like, I can't compare this to anything because there's nothing else that's like it. Because of watching Astro Boy and the God of Comics, I got more into wanting to watch the old shows again. So uh, I've been going on to Netflix where they have the 2003 Astro Boy cartoon and yep. onto, the, um, onto the manga entertainment app on, uh, on Sony TVs, and I think there's one on Xbox and such, and watching the 1960s Astro Boy. Have, and, you, have you watched yeah. the animated movie that came out? The 2009 one, I yeah. made a, um, I've been wanting to see it. It was on Netflix, but on the day that I was going to decide to watch it, they took it off. It's actually very good. Yeah, we actually saw it, and I really enjoyed it. Hmm. But I will make a, I will make a point very soon to see it. So while watching, like I've, I've been watching the 2003 one mostly, and you know I've been watching the the 1960 one sporadically, and I be, really began to notice how in the 2003 version they kind of. It's a great show. It's fantastic. I love it. But they kind of lose the focus of how Astro Boy should be. Right. Like, in, in like, ni- in like the original 1960 version, the way Osamu Tezuka uh, envisioned Astro Boy, he's just, he's, just a li- he's just a kid just trying to find acceptance in the world. And while people are saying, oh, I can't really trust you because you're a robot, and it's just him trying to like, earn the love and respect of of his peers and the people. It's just him as a little boy, but as a robot. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the 2003 version, I feel like they were trying to make Astro Boy cool. Like a superhero. Like they, yeah, like a superhero. Like he was cheering which, at a baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like they kind of lost focus of what how Astro Boy is supposed to be. 
Like, I feel like that the 2003 Astro Boy doesn't have the modesty that the 1960s, that the original Astro Boy had. It's funny, it's yeah, t- now that you mention it all, it, this is like all reminiscent of when My Life as a Teenage Robot was on TV. You remember that show? James yes, yes. I loved My Life as a Teenage Robot because that was like the female equivalent of Astro Boy. Yeah. So, oh, so then that moves on to our topic, doesn't it? Yeah, which we were going to revisit some Studio Ghibli stuff. Or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I was thinking that we, I was hoping at least we could focus on, you know, some some actually work that Studio Ghibli has done where as um, maybe an idea of where the, the studio is going to go. Yeah, with Studio Ghibli popping up so much in the media now, interestingly enough, I mean, you'd think that it, it would be more prevalent during when uh, The Wind Rises was coming up, but no, now it's... Yeah. Now they're showing up more because of the whole shutdown scare, quote-unquote. Which uh, was making me wonder what was going to happen to the Studio Ghibli Museum, for starters. Yeah, see, now there's a whole museum dedicated to Studio Ghibli. Now, if they go away, does that go away, too? I don't know. I wouldn't think so. I mean... In the same way that that Disney World is, is owned by Disney, so if, like, Disney Studios were to shut down... Would that shut down Disney World go away? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. I don't think so. I, I think that would a, be a very dumb mistake on their part. If they yeah, it's a completely shut down different there. source of revenue for them. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Studio Ghibli films. Probably a little bit of a little bit about the future of, of Studio Ghibli, like the the previews that have shown up for the TV show, uh, the new TV show that's coming out, um, Thief Girl. And um, or, or, or daughter of the daughter of the thief or something like that. I forget what it is. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna have a really awesome discussion about that. <laughs> if you can't even remember what the name of it is, yeah. it is uh, Ronia the robber's daughter. There you go. Sazaku no Musume Ronia. That one. Yeah. So let's start with uh, with classic Ghibli stuff. I think we've uh, we've touched on this a little bit before. We probably have. We probably mentioned it before. But uh, but believe it or not, Jonathan and I didn't even check out Studio Ghibli until we were in college. So they've been out. They've been around for obviously a long time since before we were born, uh, but we had never we had never seen them. We had heard the word about how good Studio Ghibli is, but never never really got into it. And until... espe- especially because a lot of people, a lot of people from our generation, their first Ghibli film was uh, Spirited Away. Actually, um, I, I think that a lot more people would know My Neighbor Totoro yeah, just, because, well, they, I mean, I just mean, because they watched it when they were little kids. It's true. Um, Totoro was pretty famous, and that was before the, the Disney redub. Yeah. And so, like, because Fox had Totoro first, but uh, and it was it, apparently it was an awful dub. So when it was, so when Disney redubbed it and re-released it, then that was great. So, but that's but that's just it. I think a lot of people saw Spirited Away first because that was really the first. Um, that one was the first one to be released in theaters. Yeah. Right. First one? No, no, Princess Mononoke was released in theaters. I don't remember. But, but when was that released in theaters? Well, it came out in theaters in Japan in 97, and then it came out, I want to say, uh, in 99 in the United States. Yeah, yeah. so a lot, of, a lot of us, a, um, a lot of uh, the generation was, uh, or at least our generation, was still kind of young at that time, and we were like nine years old, or nine or ten years old at the time. So a lot of us probably wouldn't have gone to see a PG-13 movie, or... Depends on how strict your parents are. We saw Men in Black when we were seven. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh. I know, that was the first PG-13 movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> we're not even 13! <laughs> <laughs> we're only half of that. The first time um, I saw Spirited Away was in uh, middle school. Oh, they brought in the big boxy TV, and it was, it was the day before vacation? Yep, no, it was just art class. 
Oh, really? Yeah. That's good art. You had a cool art teacher, man. Yeah. Did you? I don't remember. <laughs> I remember watching Spirited Away. I don't remember much of the art. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what makes your art teacher cool. I don't know. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Art, here's a movie. <laughs> Appreciate it. And then, and now you're in, working the animation business, Dylan. So I have seen very little of Spirited Away, which I'm, I'm not... I, I haven't seen any of Spirited Away. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it, like the beginning of it. I, I forget where I saw it, but... Um, I own it, so next time you guys come over, you guys should... I think we should watch it. it, Yeah, I think we should. I know. I've always wanted to see Spirit Away. I've seen every single one of them since then, and I've seen uh, almost all of them beforehand. Uh, All the ones that have come out, like uh, I think the the first one we saw was Princess Mononoke. Yeah, that was the first Ghibli film that we actually saw, and then I believe we saw Nausicaa second. Yeah, it was either Nausicaa or Totoro. I think we saw them both of them because we saw them all at once. Like yeah. when it, when we realized, oh hey, we haven't seen uh, a lot of Ghibli. Well, films. it was a friend of ours who intervened and sat us down and was like, "Here is Studio Ghibli." Yeah, and then um, and then we uh, so when Ponyo came out in theaters, we went to go see Ponyo. Dylan, I believe we actually went to go see that with you, right? Nope, that's incorrect. Zara Yeti. But and we did did see Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. So we've so we've seen a good majority of all these films, and of course we saw. The Wind Rises with Heaven and Sarah. Right. And I, overall, I have to say my favorite Studio Ghibli film out of all those, it's kind of a tie between Princess of Mononoke and Totoro, only because they're two completely different films. Like, one of them is kind of action-y and really sort of deeper in a sense, and where Totoro is like, wow, this is like one of the cutest things I've ever seen, you know? And it was also in Bob's Burgers. It was in Bob's Burgers. Yes. Did you guys see that episode of Bob's Burgers where Bob gets high off of the, the <laughs> turkey basting stuff? No, no, no. Um, it wasn't the turkey basting stuff. It was like um, a semi-alcohol, but it was like a hallucinogenic alcohol that oh, he's just absinthe? drinking. Ab- yeah, absinthe. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and he's and he and like a giant turkey <laughs> yeah, like turkey. comes up in the field and they grow the and they grow the tree and yeah. they start doing this. Yes. Like, and then they're all sitting on the tree, and Bob, this is this is weird, right? This is weird, right? <laughs> and then it was recently the Simpsons episode where they had all the characters from all of Ghibli's um, library all meeting up. And now that I've said my favorite Studio Ghibli films or mentioned them, uh, what, what ones have you guys loved from the past? Well, I really like Nausicaa. I think that one's probably my favorite. I would say my favorite's got to be Porco Rosso. Oh, I always wanted to see that one. I haven't seen Porco Rosso. Yeah, we haven't seen Porco Rosso either. I just think it. I, number one, I I feel like it's his most beautiful story. His his take on what the war about to happen and 
And with him turning into a pig because of a little bit of his selfish ways while he was an actual power in World War One, And some of the comedy in the film, not to mention, I feel like that they chose like the perfect people to, to do the English dub for this movie. Like, they chose the folks that... If they were to do a live-action version of Porco Rosso, these would be the people to do it. Yeah. I, I think mine would have to be Spirited Away just because I haven't seen that many. <laughs> and I did, I did really like Spirited Away. So with the future of Studio Ghibli, with the new uh, TV show coming out from Goro... Uh, Is he doing that under a different studio? No, it's Studio Ghibli. It is Studio Ghibli. Um, so, one, like, of the, one of the things that I saw that was really interesting is the, that it, is it all going to be 3D animated, or was that just the preview? I think it's a mixture of 2D and 3D. Yeah, because you, you did see that, right? That uh, that was like the CG animated uh, stuff? Yeah, I saw it. It looks pretty good. I mean, for, for Japanese CGI, that is. Yeah. Better than most. No, Japanese I agree. CGI. I agree. It, it's just weird, because they're, they're doing kind of that cel-shaded 3D. Uh, where uh, it looks... They're trying to keep it as a 2D look, but you can totally tell that it's 3D. And I think they're doing kind of what they did for the Berserk movies, which is kind of a weird thing to compare Studio Studio Ghibli film to. 2D animated faces on top of 3D animated assets. Is that what they did? I I never even noticed that. Yeah, sometimes they did do that. Interesting. Uh, every like everyone when there was like a close shot of the face, uh, it was it was two D animated. But when it was like further away, uh, and they needed to just quickly animate something, it was a CG face. Mm, okay, I guess it, it it looks like it could be good, but Goro has unfortunately Goro hasn't had a very good run in the past. Yeah, he hasn't had a very good track record with the studio. Um, well, Tales of Mercy was you know their worst, but I do love. Um, from Up on Poppy Hill. I feel like From Up on Poppy Hill has been Ghibli's best film in the last five years. Really? Um, I actually didn't see that one, uh, but I do remember when Earthsea came out and nobody went to go see it and everybody said it was terrible. Like, it was... Not that it was terrible, but that it was boring. Yeah. Uh, So we'll have to just wait and see how he does with TV because it's very possible that he does better with TV than he does with movies. Yeah, you, mean, see the, I, you see, the thing with me is I think he does so much better with Slice of Life than he does with Fantasy. That's why I thought, felt From Up on Poppy Hill was such a great movie. Right. Because it was you know, Ghibli doing another Slice of Life, but Keep him it, I, it, was, it was just so <laughs> great. I'm, the, there's nothing much more I can say except go see it. It's been, I feel like it is Studio Ghibli's best film in the last five years. I'll even say it's even better than The Wind Rises. It's it's better than Arietti. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I'll say that too. No, uh, I, I got I, I got to lay off Arietti though because I mean I did kind of like it. It just wasn't the greatest. It, it was, it was it, very beautifully animated. Yeah, it was. That's that's pretty much the value of that movie is the animation. You know, the sense of scale that they created and yeah, uh, the interesting. But it was kind of. Uh, Kind of a hodgepodge of a story. The only thing that I'm worried about TV um, is that the story is going to drag on for too long because you have a longer time to tell a story. Yeah, and and that's what I, exactly what I was thinking. Because if Earthsea was so boring because he was trying to tell too much in, in such a short amount of time, well, now he has a TV series where he has almost... You know, a budget of time of uh, from a half hour to an hour of storytelling where he might not tell us anything at all within that time. I mean, right. it's going to be like one piece. <laughs> Goro's two piece. <laughs> Is the daughter going to stumble across the straw hat pirates? 
That would actually probably make for a better series. <laughs> It'd certainly be, be more popular in Japan. Yeah, that is for sh- that is for sure. But I just don't understand where this uh, TV series is coming from. If they're gonna be, if the studio's gonna be going on hiatus, I, I don't know. It's it's just something we're gonna have to wait on. Um, if, unless it's gonna be produced by a different studio, like it's gonna be produced by Studio Ghibli, but it's gonna be animated by a different studio. Maybe that's how they're gonna do it. Maybe that's where they got the CG budget to do it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. We'll just we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, I think that's all we got for it. Yeah, I mean that's uh, we really didn't have much for this topic. Actually, I mean we're all exhausted from the concert. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to go away. We we just want to we just want to stop talking for you guys. Um, anyway, uh, so... You guys, I mean the audience. <laughs> Stop talking for you guys. You yeah. freaking guys. Anyway, so we have some fan, we have some fan service this week. Uh, some pretty cool fan service. Our friend Ian, who sends us, uh, it's Morphin Time. And, uh, from, basically from episode 41 where we were discussing... It, it, his, his, what he was kind of talking about kind of ties into what we were talking about last episode, too. Do different forms of media influence the way you see other forms of media? Well, he's talking about the Power Ranger episode where he was talking about Go Busters. He has a Japanese wife uh, and a half-Japanese daughter, so he uh, is still trying to implement a little bit of Japanese to his daughter. She has recently got in, gotten into Go Busters, or Sentai, and he's introducing her to Go Busters. And in Go Busters, during the transformation sequence, he says... Uh, that they use the phrase, it's morphing time, which is straight from Saban. Uh, but this is a Japanese, the Japanese studio. <laughs> now, lovingly, uh, it's a robot voice that says, it's morphin' time. And then they, in perfect English, say, let's morphing! <laughs> <laughs> which... Which in uh, in when when he said it, talked to me about this, which was really cool. Uh, I'm, I was really happy to hear that uh, um, this was something really great to send to us. Just the fact that hey, Saban made a you know a, a kind of a, his own revolution with Sentai, created the whole it's morphing timeline that got really famous, and now even Japan is using it, right? Um, so I looked up I looked up the transformation sequence from GoBuster, and. Um, <laughs> when they slide into the cockpit of their Zord, their Megazord, or their giant robot, whatever it's called, GoBusters, it also says, Let's driving! <laughs> <laughs> Link into this contest. Contest. Which is just so perfect. Like, that is my favorite English of all time, is the. <laughs> let's let's Yeah, let's something. Like, somebody needs to tell let's them. Let's collagen! They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that was really funny. Thanks, Ian, for saying us that. That was, that was a one really informative and two really kind of funny. I, I had a really kind of funny. Yeah, it was. Really <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Big Bad Shadow Man uh, from the Nerdy Show forums had also sent us something, uh, where he did want to remind us where he we were in fact correct that each Godzilla movie has a different character. But there is one reoccurring character who is, or maybe, or one of the most reoccurring characters in a Godzilla film, uh, which is uh, Miki Saigusa, uh, who has been in multiple uh, Godzilla films. And then from the other topic, he wanted to ask us a question where he said, has there been anything that, you, that we have seen that we have liked better than the original media? Because he likes Godzilla movies, but he actually likes the Godzilla comic books uh, or Godzilla Rulers of Earth better than the Godzilla movies. 
Yeah, um, I can say so. I, I think that I like um, something... The, there's a lot of animes that I've seen first and then I've read the mangas to them. And there are, there are definitely a lot of cases where I like the manga better, like, well... Um, uh, High School of the Dead, but um, yeah. well, High School of the Dead, we like, yeah, we do like the manga. Better. But uh, but I think that I like the anime of Soul Eater better than I like the manga, even though they are extremely close to one another. I think that the pacing of the show works as an anime, and I just really like it. And what about for Fully Cooley? What came out first? Well, uh, um, no, the manga came out second. That's what I thought. Yeah, yes. no, the anime was a standalone for that. But um, the manga for for um, Soul Eater. Soul Eater it's great. It's 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 really good, and it tells the the story, you know, exactly how it how it should be told in the same way that the anime does. But when you see Bones animate Soul Eater, it's there, there's nothing that compares to the action that's in Soul Eater, especially when it when it's animated by Bones. This is the answer that I gave him was Kick Ass. I actually liked the first movie, or at least aspects of the movie, better than I liked what was done in the comic books. And this is at least uh, for the first movie. That's interesting, because I, I didn't. I actually like the comic books through and through. Yeah. I mean, I, there are some things that they did in the comic book that I definitely like better. But overall, I think the movie uh, did the story better. Uh, for an anime thing, uh, The Girl Who Lived Through Time. Yeah. Because The Girl Who Lived Through Time was a manga first, and it was also... It was a book. And yeah, and it was, and a and movie. It was also a book. Yeah. And the animated movie... Mamoru Hosoda yeah, did. Yeah, Mamoru Hosoda did that. I can abide. Uh, yep. uh, completely stole my heart. Uh, as a part to the other other sources of media. I would say I like Trigun animated better than reading the manga. I felt like the manga version just dragged on way too long. Which yeah. manga version, though? The Maximum or the uh, original? The Maximum. Yeah. I felt like it dragged on for way too long, and I just really started to lose interest in Vash and Wolfwood and all the other characters. And then to you know, watching the anime version, it flowed a lot faster, flowed a lot better, and I felt like you got to know the characters more so in the anime than you did in than you did in the manga. It felt like the manga felt left a little bit too much mystery to these characters than they did in the anime series. For something non-anime related, this may be a bit of a controversial choice, but I will say I enjoyed the movie version of Ender's Game more than I did the book. See, well, I mean, that's not a, that's not a, a bad choice. I mean, I, me personally, I've never read the book to Ender's Game, uh, but I did see the movie and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I thought, that was, I thought it was pretty well done. I, I seldom ever say the book was better. I think the only time I ever said the book was better was to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think a lot of people will agree on that. And yeah. initially, I was gonna say I was gonna say Scott Pilgrim versus the World, but I like the movie as equal to the comic. Cause see, the- I I disagree. I didn't I didn't like the movie, even though Edgar Wright did it. Yeah, I didn't like the movie at all. Yeah, if they I they it would have been I would have had they split it into two movies. They did book one, two, and three in the first movie, and then four, five, and six in the second movie. Yeah, because they, they really, really rushed the the second half. Like, the first half they of the did. movie was done... The first half of the movie was done perfectly. The second half of the movie was, like... A train wreck. Yeah, d- the last three volumes done in a half hour. And I was like, nope, I, I that's ruined for me. There's a part of me that hopes that they will come back to Scott Pilgrim, maybe do an animated series version of it. Yeah, well, they, they did. Yeah. Have, they did that. Do that thing on Adult Swim. They did. I would actually like to see an anime company take on Scott Pilgrim more than an American one. To be honest with you, 
Unless it's the same guys who did like the Boondocks or something. So our final bit of fan service uh, comes from our buddy Gerardo. He hadn't been aware of any Guardians of the Galaxy material before the movie even came out. He didn't know that Guardians of the Galaxy was a thing for Marvel at all, which is fine. That happens a lot of the time. <laughs> it's kind of made him seek it out. So now that the movie has come out, he wants to go find the Marvel uh, original contents, you know? Which indeed happens a lot. Yeah, with, that's with that's that a very that's a very normal thing mm-hmm. to do. Uh, so that's cool. I, he 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 should tell us whether or not it's as good as the movie or better than the movie, worse than the movie. That'd be kind of cool if you could tell, let us know, man. Uh, Have you seen the movie? No, not yet. I really, really, really want to really bad. I I actually think I really liked it, but some of the people I saw it with uh, weren't as enthused. I so thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't wait to see it. For the first uh, week of the movie being out, Rotten Tomatoes ha- gave it 100%. Mm. Yeah, I, I actually, that's one of the first movies in a long time that I want to see again. I, I don't know if I'll be able to see it again in theaters, but even with Ninja Turtles coming out this week, I still would probably rather see Guardians of the Galaxy again. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about that? Yeah, um, yeah, everybody's been begging me to go see it. So, um, But I, I think the only thing I can really add to this conversation, I can't think of any instances with like Japanese entertainment where I've done that but a lot of um, Cormac McCarthy's movies who's a, he's a, a American author uh, and a lot of the films that have been adapted from his books have gotten me really into um, his writing I saw No Country for Old Men and then went and read like several of his books afterwards yeah yeah definitely um, and I really like both his books and the films that are based on them I haven't seen The Counselor, which was a, a screenplay hero, but apparently that's really bad, so maybe I just won't see it. <laughs> yeah, just leave it at there's, Yeah, there's no book it's based on. I think he was even quoted saying, like, he had two books going, and he's like, I should do something else. Then he wrote The Counselor, and now he's going back to his other two books. <laughs> so with that, uh, Gerardo also wanted to mention that we were talking about our favorite Sailor Scout. His favorite Sailor Scout is also Sailor Mercury. Add another one, Team Sailor Mercury. Yep, that's right. Okay, so for some shameless plugs, guys, get ready because we have some new ones for you. Uh, so if you want to follow oh us boy. on Facebook, we have facebook.com slash wickedanime where you can find all our cool updates on what we're doing for videos, any cool news pieces we find around the net, and anything else that we just find cool. We have the podcast on the nerdyshow.com uh, where we're at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime. If you're not listening to this podcast on iTunes where you can please rate and review our podcast. And hey... You can find our podcast now on SoundCloud, SoundCloud slash Wicked Anime, uh, where <laughs> SoundCloud slash Wicked Anime. That's what you type in your address bar. It is backslash. Uh, There's probably anyway. some, some W's and some dot coms. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you know how the internet Just works. Some www dot. <laughs> is that SoundCloud.gov? <laughs> uh, we have uh, a very t- a very small following on on our on our SoundCloud so far, but it's getting there. Uh, something else that's new to the social media family is our Twitter, where you can tweet at us at Yo Wicked Anime. Uh, so tweet at us, yo. Because we have- I posted a picture of a really really big wasp that was at work it was the size of my thumb i took a picture of the bee next to my thumb it was dead so i wasn't worried about it stinging me yeah but i saw it when it was alive and it was it sounded like an airplane 
It was like, but you should see that picture. It's a really big beast. Yeah, guys. Yeah, guys. With our Twitter, we, we're posting a lot of really stupid status updates, a lot of really stupid pictures, and a lot of really stupid hashtags. So follow us, because it's a lot and, of fun. And yet you have four times as many followers as I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think one of the first tweets that I did personally was, going to get my tetanus shot updated, hashtag hot anime nurse. <laughs> So if you guys want to follow us there, that's uh, f- uh, tweet at us at yo wicked anime yo and follow us at yo wicked anime. Uh, not don't add that second yo. Just it's just yo. I, was, <laughs> I was thinking, is that right? <laughs> just it's just yo wicked anime. Dot <laughs> <laughs> <That> go. <laughs> anyway, uh, what am I forgetting? We have uh, go f- our regular show yo. <laughs> At, at what you, happened, Andrew? You were so good at this. I, it's the new you, ones. They're throwing me off. I need to find the flow. I need to find the flow. Need a need a drift. With <laughs> Hashtag the find the flow. <laughs> um, <laughs> at youtube.com backslash wicked anime reviews. Uh, you can also find us at tumblr.com, wickedanime.tumblr.com, and finally email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word. At gmail.com, where you can join our conversation. Uh, please send us whatever you want. Evan, go. All right, let me show you how it's done. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did it perfectly fine, Evan. Watch him find the flow right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, song requests, if you're in a band and want to be featured on the show, or if you have any questions for our friend Sawa-sensei, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbashbrigade.com. You can follow me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, and on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck. Like us on Facebook on facebook.com slash Brigade, And do not forget about the other shows under The Land of Ash, including Electric Sisterhood, Geek Aggro, and The Issues Program. That was beautiful. I think you the mess- flow was found. Uh, I think you messed up once. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> but I got to throw down here. <laughs> I think I might have well, I- said uh, facebook.com slash Brigade, not Bastard Brigade. <laughs> I think I caught that one, too. <laughs> you just wanted to make it go more faster. That's all. It was, you had faster. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Faster on the mine. Gotta go fast. Let's fast. At, le- at least go- he didn't drop all his coins like you did. <laughs> <laughs> or rings. All his rings. Oh. I was trying to make a Sonic reference, but who yes. plays that game? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That is it for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you in the next episode. It's time to sign off the only way we know how.
pudding pop. Yakitori pudding pop. Root date. Root date. Zip on dip. I can't do the voice while I'm laughing there. Uh, it's me take the tin of pudding pop and do this on the side of the <laughs> this has just been reduced to a conversation of noises. Yeah. Well, yeah. It sounds like an old folks home right now. That's what a conversation <laughs> is. <laughs> just noises. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling friends, rating, and reviewing on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com store, or directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. To find out how you and your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. For more episodes of the Wicked Anime Podcast, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes Store, and for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social networks. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment.
Okay, last one. I got this. You can subscribe. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes or. And for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social networks. We're glad to be home of your. We're glad to be your home. Okay, I'm just gonna separate that. Okay, so you can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Networks podcasts via iTunes Star. And for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social networks. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Networks programs via iTunes Store. And for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social networks. Is it say now? Yeah. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes Store. And for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social networks. Yeah. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts podcast via iTunes store and for the latest news follow us on your favorite social networks that still doesn't sound right I thought it uh, okay you can subscribe to you can wow <clears throat> So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 